0: Well, if you have your Bibles, open them to Matthew chapter 5. Uh, we're going to talk about protecting our, the hearts of our home. We've been doing a series the last couple weeks about uh, basically the Beatitudes. And in the Beatitudes, Jesus is telling us how to live a life focused on Christ. We've kind of narrowed that down. I I was inspired by a guy that did this in an, another church. But they narrowed it down to talk about the Beatitudes and how it applies to our families. And so today... Uh, Under Armour always has this thing, you know, protect this house, protect your field. I want to talk about protecting our home. How do we protect the hearts of our home? How many of you guys grew up in the 70s and 80s? You were kids in the 70s and 80s, yeah? Um, You ever wonder how we survived being a kid in the 70s and 80s? I got a couple pictures here. How many of you remember riding in the back of a station wagon like this? It was just like a party wagon, you know, you're all in there. There's no seat belts, you know, they turn corners, the whole car rolls this way, and everybody makes a pile. Um, this next one here, how many of you remember playing with lawn darts? How many kids had holes in their feet because somebody threw a lawn dart in their foot? I don't know how those things, man, I mean, it's a lethal weapon we gave kids to play with. Um, they were kind of fun, though. Um, all right, next. I remember real fireworks. Back in the day, they made a huge explosions. Uh, we used to have firework fights when I was a kid. There was no adult supervision. You just went out and set, we set trees on fire and all kinds of stuff. Uh, <laughs> having a cast, I remember that was a badge of honor back in the day. You know, everybody would sign it and stick things on it. Um, I remember playgrounds as a kid. They were metal. They were sharp. They were hot. Um, <laughs> you remember these things? In our playgrounds, they didn't have the cool... Um, The tires, you know, soft. When I was a kid, when you went off one of these, there's usually gravel. So you'd go flying off and you'd just skid, you know, and leave gravel in your arm. Or the slides, you remember the sharp slides? And then in the summer, it would be like, you know, a burn all the way down your back. And I remember shooting off the end of those and busting your head. And then the teacher was like, oh, it's fine. You'll be all right. Um, Yeah. You remember driving in your dad's lap? You know, going down the road? (laughs) <laughs> or roaming free. Um, I remember telling my kids, you know, it was different back in the day. Like, I lived in a town about the size of Carney and we just roamed. I mean, I would leave in the morning, and my parents had no idea where I was because there wasn't a cell phone. You'd show up for lunch or not, and then, you know, show up before the streetlights came on. And that was life back then. Um, and then, uh, how many of you remember uh, cooking your own meals when you're alone? Latchkey kids... Everybody knew who went home when. I remember I had the little retractable key, you know, so I couldn't lose it. My parents clipped it on me. And then I remember riding in the back of a truck going down the highway, catching bugs in the eyeballs, you know, and riding a bike with no helmet back in the day. I think, is that the last one? I think that was it, yeah. Yeah, I drank water out of a hose. So back in the day, you know, we probably didn't quite... Be as protective maybe as we should have when we were, my parents did with us. Now, nowadays, we maybe are a little overprotective of our kids. Um, I make my kids wear a helmet every time they ride their bikes. You know, I'm one of those parents just because being on the fire department, I've seen lots of brain and I don't want to see any more of my kids. Uh, You know, we we do those things to try to protect. Um, And society accepts that, right? We accept protecting our kids. But what happens when we try to protect the hearts of our kids? Maybe when we say, you know, I don't want you watching that. I don't want you listening to that. What do people say? Oh, you're being a bigot. Oh, you're being overprotective. Oh, you're not. Uh, But you know, as parents, it's our job to protect what? Our home. The hearts of our kids. If you're single, it's your job to protect your heart and to start that in your home. So in Matthew chapter 5, verse 8, Jesus says this. Blessed are the pure in heart... For they will, what? See God. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. So, if we want to have pure hearts, we have to start with the heart. In our natural states, what is our heart? It's pretty rotten, isn't it? We have to start with the heart. In our natural state, our hearts are deceitful. In our natural state, our hearts trick us. As a seat of emotion, it tricks us. Jeremiah chapter 17, verses 9 and 10 says, The heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. Who can understand it? I, the Lord, search the heart and examine the mind to reward each person according to their conduct, according to what their deeds deserve. So our hearts are deceitful. Our hearts can trick us. How many of you have ever lied to yourself? Oh, I'm okay. Ah, that's okay. I can do that. It won't hurt me. All right? It's Okay. I remember when I was a kid, my neighbor had an electric fence and like I knew there was electricity in there. I knew that, but something inside of me said, you should touch that. You should try it. You'll be okay. Well, I made, the, I made the mistake of sitting in a lawn chair when I did it and you know, electricity. So I burned my hand, burned my leg where it touched the thing and I never touched it again, but there's something in my brain that was like, Oh, you'll be fine. You won't hurt. And I think it was my friend's voice telling me, you should try that. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 18, Paul says their minds... He's talking about people who don't know Christ. Their minds are full of darkness. They wander far from the life God gives because they've closed their minds and hardened their hearts against Him. They have no sense of shame. They live for lustful pleasure and eagerly practice every kind of impurity. So he's saying, our hearts get what? Hard. In our natural state, our heart is not open to God. In our natural state, our heart is deceitful. It, it doesn't want... What's good for it? And then we have to understand that this constant barrage of our cultural norms can dull our sensitivity to evil. The stuff that we see on TV, the society says is normal, is really not good for us. It's really not good for our families. And you may be saying, well, I don't have kids yet. We need to set the tone now so that when we do get married or down the road, if we do have kids, we have this. So we want to protect our families. We want to protect... Ourselves, but sometimes we get kind of used to that. Have you noticed that? We kind of used to what's on TV, and we don't notice it. You know, sometimes we watch things that, and we kind of justify things we probably shouldn't, and we kind of justify it. That's okay. Or our kids, we allow them to watch things just because they haven't taken the time to really look at it. I remember I used to work at a movie store when I was in uh, a youth pastor. I did part-time at a movie store. And so I would see kids come up and rent these movies. And I was like, I would ask fans, do you, do you know what's in this movie? Oh, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> like, eh, if your kid becomes an axe murderer, don't blame me. And we, I mean, they watch like stuff that terrifies me and I'm a grown man. And they would let their kids watch those things. So we have to be careful about what we allow into our homes. We have to be intentional. This is if you get anything else today, please understand. We have to be intentional about protecting our hearts and the hearts of our families. This is not an easy thing to do. If we want to protect the innocence of our kids, if we want to protect our hearts, our family's hearts, we have to be intentional. That means we have to take steps to do that. If we really want to be excellent, it's not enough to be a Christian home, we have to be a Christ centered home. That means we have to take extra steps to be intentional about this. Psalm 119 says, How can a young person stay on the path of purity? By living according to your word. I seek you with all my heart. Don't let me stray from your commands. I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. So understand sometimes we hear people say, Well, just follow your heart. I did that <laughs> for a long time. And it didn't lead me to Christ, right? So we have to be intentional about following Christ and putting this into, into practice. In our homes, it's not accidental. We have to be intentional. So how do we do this? We have to guard our hearts. If we're going to be intentional, we have to guard our hearts. And that means that as parents, as adults, we set the tone in our homes. We are the ones who set the tone. If you're single and you say, well, I don't have a family yet, set the tone now. It's easier to do it now than it is to try to back up later. But as adults, we set the tone in our homes Listen to Proverbs 4.23. This is Solomon speaking. The wisest man to ever live. He says, Above all else, guard your what? Your heart. For everything you do flows from it. Guard your heart because everything you do flows from that. So what does that mean? We have to protect it. To protect our heart, we have to guard our input. We have to guard our input. We have to guard what comes in. Because what comes in eventually does what? What? It's going to come out, right? It's going to come out. So this means we have to be intentional. It means we need to be careful what we allow into our homes. That's through media, through books, through our music. I know at school sometimes even these teachers they have to be careful what they allow. I know my daughters brought home a book from the library before the school library and she went, uh, I'm going to quit reading this now. We just assume we have to be careful. We have to be intentional about what we do. And we can't expect our families to live lives of purity if they don't see us leading the way. Our kids watch what we do. The kids we influence. The kids that come into church, they watch what we do. The kids we see in the community, they watch us. I was one of those kids. I didn't grow up in church. And I knew families that did. And I always watched. To see how they lived. I wanted to see if it was different than what I was doing. And so I was always watching. So our kids watch us. The kids that we have influence over, they watch us. They want to see us leading the way. And so if we're going to protect our homes, if we're going to protect our kids, we have to guard our input. We have to lead the way. It. And that's not just keeping things out, but it's also bringing the good things in. We need to get into this. We have to get into the Word, and our kids need to see us reading the Word. We can read the Word together. And I know I've mentioned it several times with that YouVersion Bible app. There are plans on there you can do with your family together. It takes five minutes to do it together as a family, but they need to know, okay, I'm careful about what I watch, I'm careful about what I listen to, I'm intentional about that, but I'm also intentional about putting the good in, reading the Word, doing devotions together. We set the tone for our families. We set the tone for ourselves. So we have to realize that a pure heart is more than just good behavior. It's really changing our hearts. Jesus focused on the heart. In 1 Samuel chapter 16, listen to what the Lord says. The Lord doesn't see things the way you see them. People judge by outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the what? A heart. Matthew chapter 5, verse 21 Jesus says, you've heard it was said to the people long ago, don't murder. And anyone who murders will be subject to judgment. I tell you that anyone who's angry with a brother or sister will be subject to judgment. Again, anyone who says to a brother or sister, Raka, or fool, is answerable to the court. Anyone says you fool will be in danger of the fires of hell. Jesus was focused on the what? The heart. He's saying, don't just act good, but really allow me to change you from the inside out. So what does this mean? This means we have to be intentional about our homes. That means sometimes we have to go above and beyond the norms. That means sometimes we don't let our kids go to the movie with other kids. You have to be that parent sometimes, right? Sometimes we don't watch things that we shouldn't. We don't participate in certain things. Um, I know, a well while back I was walking with a teenager and we were talking and they listened to Christian music. I said, man, you know, sometimes the kids at school kind of make fun of me for what I listen to because I don't listen to the same music they do. And I said, that's great! I said, what? <laughs> I said, that means you're different. It means they notice that. I said, oh, yeah, I guess. You know, they weren't super happy about it. But it's good to be different. You don't have to be weird for weird's sake. But you have to be weird to be different, to do different things. And so, we need when, when we focus on having a pure heart, when we focus on doing things right, right behavior comes out of it, right? As we focus on having a pure heart, the right behavior will follow. So if we aim to please God, the right behavior will come out of that. When we please God with our lives, we'll see God move in our lives. And so when we teach our kids, when we teach the kids that we influence, when they see us doing this, when we say, you know, we want to please God with our lives, this is why we do this, the right behavior is going to come out of that. And we need to help our families understand why we do what we do. And this is the biggest part of this whole thing. Jesus said, blessed are the pure in heart, for they will what? They will see God. Blessed are the pure in heart because they will see God move in their lives. So we need to help our families understand why we do what we do. The kids that we influence, let them understand why. Why do you listen to Christian music? Oh, because I want to put good things into my head. Why don't you watch this? Everybody's watching this show. Well, because of this, it's not just the rules, it's because I want to please God. I want things to come out of me that are good. And so whatever we put in, eventually will come out. And we help them know that it can be fun to be a Christian, right? I love what Christy was saying about worship can be fun. It's supposed to be, right? It can be fun to be a Christian. I've had way more fun as a Christian than I ever did before, right? And so we need to help our kids understand, look, this isn't just a set of rules. Anybody can have a set of rules. We live this way. We keep our hearts pure because we want to see God move in our lives. And so it's, it's the input. It's the people that we surround ourselves with. Right? It's all those things come together to help us have pure hearts. And then we can see God move. So how do we do this practically? Well, we need to be careful about what we allow into our houses, into our homes. How do we do that? There's a lot of resources out there. There's one called Plugged In. It's a website by Focus on the Family. If if you want to watch a movie, if your kids want to watch a movie, your friends want to watch a movie, you can go on there and they evaluate it for you. They have people that go in and watch these and they have like, um, kind of the overview of the movie, then they have the positive things, and then they have the spiritual aspects, they have the negative things, they have the language, drug and alcohol, sex, all that stuff in there. And they rate it for you. There's another one called um, Common Sense Media that's a really good one. You can watch. These are easy ways. I know as a family, we were getting ready to go watch a movie one time. Well, several times. And we get on there right before and say, oh, no, I don't think we're going to go watch that kid. Sorry. Uh, because you don't know. And also, it rates music. If you're a kid, hey, uh, they're listening to this at school. I want to listen to this. You can look at it and see what it has in it. Even books, they'll rate that kind of stuff for you. So it takes a little bit of work, but it's worth it when we can guard our hearts and we can guard our family's hearts because it's up to us. And here's the great thing, guys. It's never too late to start pursuing a pure heart. You may say, well, you know, my kids are older. You can always start. 2 Corinthians 5.17, we can all quote this. It says, if anyone's in Christ, they are what? A new creation. The old life is gone. A new life has become. We can start today. So, again, you might be saying, "You know, I don't know, my kids are teenagers already or my kids are grown. You can start now. And the great thing is, this isn't just a behavior thing. This is a heart change. As we spend time in God's presence, He changes our hearts. And then, great things come out of that. The actions come out of that. So what does this mean? So as a family, if we want to be a Christ-centered home, and that's been the whole point of this whole thing we've been doing, is building a Christ-centered home. One of the ways we keep that going is by protecting what comes in. Protecting our hearts. Because when good comes in, good comes out. If we want to see God move in our families, we have to be intentional about keeping pure hearts. And what if you mess up? You ask for forgiveness and you move on, right? But... It takes a little bit of work, but when God starts moving our families, it's worth it. So I'm going to ask the worship team to come up and we're going to pray together today. So if you're physically able, if you'd like to stand this morning. So we know that we protect our kids, right? We protect our grandkids. Physically, we do everything we can. We teach them not to open doors to strangers and all that good stuff. We don't take candy from people we don't know. Um, But we need to make sure that we're also protecting our hearts. So Father, we just come this morning and we thank you that you said that when we have a pure heart, we're blessed. That word blessed, that means an enviable position. It means you do great things in our lives when we follow you. So Lord, I pray this morning you would help us to apply this to our hearts, to the hearts in our homes, to the hearts of the kids that we influence. Father, help us to have pure hearts and to teach others to do the same. So we ask forgiveness this morning if we've had things in our hearts that we shouldn't, if we've allowed things to come into our homes that we shouldn't. Lord, we just ask you would help us today to protect the hearts of ourselves, protect the hearts of our family, and moving forward, help us to be intentional about having pure hearts before you. So with every head bowed, every eye closed, if you're here today and you say, you know, I really haven't had that heart change you've talked about. If I was to be honest today, I would say I'm pretty far from God. I've never asked him to forgive my sins. And you'd like to do that today. So you know, today I want to start new. I want to have that new heart that Jesus talks about. Would you slip your hand right where you're at? We want to pray with you this morning. If you're here this morning, say, you know what, I want to commit going forward to having a pure heart, to protecting my heart, to protect the hearts of my family. If that's you, Dave, would you slip your hand up? I want to have a pure heart today. I want to have a pure heart in my family. Father, I just pray for all these raised hands today. Lord, that you would help us to be intentional going forward to have pure hearts, to protect the hearts of our home, protect the hearts of our kids. Lord, help us to make wise decisions going forward and to be intentional about that. We know it's not just a behavior change, but Lord, would you change our hearts? Would you help us to be intentional about protecting our family going forward?
1: In Jesus' name.
0: protect the hearts of our families today lord help us to walk before you in purity and to see you move in our families to be christ-centered homes lord would you bless our church family today as we go i pray you protect their homes their relationships their health provide for everything that's needed we pray but more than anything we pray we'd be your hands and feet extended to this community to our homes to our schools to our workplaces lord let us share your love everywhere we go in jesus name amen